Let's talk health on Mind Your Own Retirement, and we have a clinical nurse specialist, Amanda Taylor, Division One nurse who graduated uh, way back in the 80s. Uh, well, isn't that terrible? Isn't that, seen that? Is that being ageist? Yes, it is. All right. She's just... Uh, she, she's a child. She's absolutely... Well, see, <laughs> that's being... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, she knows a lot about regenerative Experience power of, child. Uh, of Botox. And can I just say, you are a living example of, ha- of the effects of Botox and... Uh, Kay, you look sensational. Oh, lordy, lordy. Now, the reason that Amanda is joining us... Hello, Amanda. Hello, Kay. Amanda, you should see the looks I'm getting from (laughs) Dame Kay Fallick. Daggers daggers shooting here. The reason that Amanda is joining us today, John, is that I'm aware Botox gets a lot of bad press and we thought it would be Fabulous to balance the debate. Well, because all I think of Botox is is those ladies with the lips that you, you know, yeah. and and, and the they fish. just p- personally have a smile. Yes, on their yeah. faces. But uh, yeah. Amanda will tell us different. Well, Amanda is a clinical nurse specialist, and Amanda works in a medical clinic where they help a lot of people. And it, it would be great to know to get a, a, a first question. What are the benefits of Botox for older Australians? Well, Botox is a misunderstood drug and uh, unfortunately it gets a bad rap because it's often been injected badly. But if you do it well, you really can't pick that you've had anything done. You just look soft, open, natural and relaxed. It doesn't give you bigger lips. It is a drug that acts on muscle alone. And it has a lot of therapeutic uses as well, uh, as in incontinence and um, stroke victims now are given Botox through Medicare, migraine sufferers. Wow. So unfortunately it gets a bad rap because it's been injected incorrectly and freezes faces. But our aim is soft, open, natural, relaxed and elegant. Gosh, there's just so many questions here, Amanda. First up, how do you know if you're going to the right person uh, who's going to be injecting into your face or other parts? Well, Botox is a drug and it has to be prescribed by a doctor or a medical practitioner. It cannot be given um, except by nurse practitioners um, unless you've seen a doctor. So I just advise everyone that they should go somewhere that is a medical setting and a medical clinic where they're given a full medical before they embark and a full um, medical history about everything that they've ever had done or any medication that they're on. And that keeps them safe. And in the rare event that anything went wrong, they're in a medical setting that can handle it. Amanda, is there a registry where people can find properly qualified practitioners? Mm. No, unfortunately, there isn't. Um, If you are in a medical setting, you are safe. But but there are now, of course, non-medical settings that are delivering it. Um, But I just personally believe that you should be in a medical clinic conducted by a doctor before you embark on any treatment. Yeah, of course. Again, there are so many questions. So, Amanda, um, apart from cosmetic, again, can you run us through some of the other benefits of Botox? Well, Botox has been used therapeutically for quite a few decades now. It originally started to treat muscle spasm of the eye. Side effect was it got rid of wrinkles around the eye and that's how it became an aesthetic or a cosmetic Ah, drug. Okay. And it's still used to treat stigmatisms of the eye, as it is for incontinence. Um, it's certainly used now in stroke. Can I, can I ask, how on earth does it help incontinence? Not, you know, because this is personal to me. <laughs> well, 
Well, it's mainly in women, but it um, it relaxes the muscles that will often spasm and create incontinence in women. So it needs to be delivered by a urologist, um, and it's been life changing for a lot of people. Is that well known? No, it's not well known, unfortunately. It's one of those things that people can luck upon, but it is very commonly used by urologists to help treat incontinence. Mm. And so for uh, for older Australians and even younger Australians, because it's not just an age-related issue, Botox is a very useful drug. And what about Bell's palsy? Well, you treat the side that had not had the palsy. So often when people have a Bell's palsy, it can affect their facial nerve and freeze a face. So that side of the face will not age and the other side of an age at a fast rate. So you can actually treat the non-effective side to keep the face synergistic, so to speak. Wow. I know that you spent many years pioneering a dermatology-based approach to facial rejuvenation. Um, and just reading off your bio here, I just didn't think of that off the top of my scone. But um, as we get older, what things can we do to, to assist our skins? My mum was always into oil of Ulan. And uh, she would always, ole, uh, yeah, ole. and uh, she was always very, very conscious of, of that, uh, being English. As, did as, it work? Uh, it did, yeah. She looked fantastic. Uh, what things should we be doing to our, for our skin as we do uh, get older, Amanda? Well, the most important thing is sunblock every single day of the year, regardless of the weather. Um, UV rays destroy a lot of things in our skin, especially collagen and elastin. So daily sunblock use, even if you are inside, people say that I never go outside, should still be part of the daily care we take for our skin. Uh, Gentle cleansing at night and as we age, vitamin A's, and there are many forms of vitamin A around and speaking to someone about vitamin A is always helpful, but vitamin A is essential, especially for those of us that are of fairer skin because we age faster, because we have less natural protection. So therefore, wrinkling and spots and even skin cancers tend to be more rapid in our skin. So using a good vitamin A at night, gentle cleansers are very underrated. You don't need to spend a lot of money to have a good skincare regime. I think that's the other myth that would be nice to disperse for people, that you can keep it pretty affordable, which I think is important. And vitamin B3 or niacinamide has been shown to have great effects on skin, especially sun-damaged skin. So it's never too late to start, I tell people. I can't tell you how happy that makes me to hear that. It's not too late, John. So when you we look, finish you look here, fantastic. When we finish here, we're off to the supermarket to not spend a lot of money. No, I was going to uh, go to the Ponds Institute, but I could never find it. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I don't think it really exists. You can see, Amanda, that John has taken this on board. And <laughs> I do, well, look, I, I'm very much like a, I know again because my mum, my mum was very much into it. And uh, I know I'm interested in the uh, continents part of it, and I think we have to do an article on this because I think a lot of people would find the fact there's some hope um, really uplifting. So we'll come back on that point, Amanda, if you're happy to talk to us at another time. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much. And we'll we'll put um, some of those great tips and uh, contacts on the Your Life Choices website. Amanda, thank you so much indeed for giving up your time. Clinical nurse specialist, uh, Amanda Taylor, thank you so much. Thank you for having me.